Thank you so much for tuning in to Music Marvels with the Chick with Beats and Breezy Gibson. I am music producer Chick with Beats. And I'm entrepreneur Breezy Gibson. <laughs> All right, we're glad that you're with us. Thank you so much. We can't express how grateful we are that you've been rocking with us. And of course, we got to send a super huge shout out to our home stations, Grander Radio out of Grand Rapids, Michigan, and Sparks Radio out of Atlanta, Georgia. Of course, we got another show lined up for you that's got tons of beats that I produced. And we have a special guest coming back to join us again, Azar King. So we're definitely looking forward to having him on the show again. And, you know, I'm kind of excited about this. How about you? Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I can't wait. Yeah, so without any further ado, let's go ahead and dive right on in. Okay, sounds good.
Hey family, this is Breezy Gibson, social media influencer. If you're an aspiring artist, or if you're a seasoned professional music artist, and you have a music video that you want to share with a global television audience, your search is over. Whether it's jazz, rock, hip hop, Latino, gospel, pop music, country, house, techno, reggae, Hispanic, and other genres, this is the right spot. Whether you're located in the United States, Europe, Africa, South America, India, Mexico, Asia, Australia, Italy, or other countries, we got you covered. Contact me at GetSparksNow at gmail.com. That's G-E-T-S-P-A-R-K-X-N-O-W at gmail.com or leave me a message at 678-632-2620. Let's get it together. Hey, this is a chick with beats. I am a multi-genre music producer and strategist to indie artists and labels. Visit my website, achickwithbeats.com, for resources for artists and instrumentals available in various genres for songs, vlogs, blogs, podcasts, themes, TV, film, commercials, and more. Once again, that's achickwithbeats.com, A-C-H-I-C-K-W-I-T-B-E-A-T-Z. Let's make something happen. All right, we're back with music industry news. Man, there's still some information that's just been trickling out from the report that Luminate did, kind of highlighting what was happening in music in 2023. And, you know, we already talked about how women were dominating, and, you know, that's always a beautiful thing. But one of these stats that's been kind of floating around a lot this week is that 152 million tracks had a thousand plays or less on streaming services last year and 45 million had no plays at all so you know of course when spotify announced that they were going to stop uh, issuing royalties for tracks less than a thousand plays in a year uh, of course you know there was some pushback and we didn't really know how many of those tracks fell into that and well now we do so while that can be a little disheartening especially for those on the receiving end of that for you listener one thing you know a lot of times people aren't necessarily satisfied with the number of streams they get or how big their audience is. So this is a reminder that it could always be worse. So you definitely have to be grateful for the people who are in your corner, the people who do stream your music, the people who do, you know, actually like it or pre-save and all that good stuff. So, you know, sometimes it kind of helps to have some perspective like that, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it really does help. I mean, you know, you can't just be um, wandering just aimlessly in anything that you do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it just uh, it just makes a lot of sense here. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I mean, like I said, it could always be worse. Just keep doing what you're doing because, as we've said a thousand times before, uh, if you feel compelled to make music, it's because someone else needs to hear it. And while those metrics are kind of good to let you know what's going on. You know, it's still about the art, first and foremost. So keep doing your thing. Yep, that's right. Keep on, keep on. Keep on with the keep on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and another interesting tidbit um, to add to what we had already shared about what the women were doing. um, As far as them holding the dominance for streams, there was a dip in 2022 from 2001 in share. But... Now the female artists have risen to 24 point, excuse me, from 24.1% of volume in 2019 
to its five-year high that just happened last year. So, you know, that's a substantial increase to go from 24.1 to 30.4. So, you know, looking at it in a broader uh, perspective like that, we can see that it's been increasing. It might have been one little bit, but definitely picked back up. And, you know, that's kind of indicative of what the industry is like anywhere. There's always ebbs and flows, actually, in any industry that you're in. So, yeah, just some interesting stats to keep in mind uh, while you're doing what you do. Very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, don't miss out on that. Yeah. All right. Uh, TikTok's parent company is shutting down the music service Rezo in India. So ByteDance, just in case you didn't know, um, they're going to shut down its premium music streaming service Rezo in India on January 31st. Users will receive a refund for their remaining subscription fees. But Rezo launched in India on March 4th of 2020, but it's exiting due to what they're saying is local market conditions. The app isn't available on Google Play or Apple App Store in India following a government's directive for its removal from both platforms. So the global rollout of TikTok music won't be affected by it, but currently there's no plans for them to launch it in um, India for now. So I don't know. We got to see what's going to happen with that. But basically, a uh, spokesperson said that it really wasn't, um, they weren't able to serve their audience the way that they wanted to because of market conditions. So that could actually mean a lot of things. But um, yeah, we got to see what's going to go forward with that in the future. And you know, I'd really hope that they wouldn't miss out on TikTok music over there. But, you know, hey, we just got to wait and see. Hmm, market conditions. Wow. Yeah. And you know, a lot of those stories have been kind of based on that. Have you noticed that? You know, when we're talking, it's, you know, so yeah, it's widespread country to country. Like everybody's kind of feeling it right now. Hmm. Well, well, let's just, hey, we'll hold out and see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Universal Music Group is supposedly planning to make hundreds of layoffs this quarter with the recorded music division being hit the hardest. So according to a spokesperson, UMG is strategically positioning itself for leadership, as they say, in music's growth areas, emphasizing investments in e-commerce, D2C operations, which is direct to customer, uh, global expansion and new technologies. So with them making cuts to the biggest division that they have to focus on that things, what does that tell you? <laughs> it's mm-hmm. important, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind. It's e-commerce, direct to customer operations, global expansion, and new technologies. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you got your pad out, make sure you jot that down because if that's where the majors are focusing, they've seen something, they have this access to all this stuff that a lot of us little people don't have so definitely make sure that you're paying attention to what's going on in those areas but um you know they said that they're going to maintain their industry leading investments in a and r which is also really important artist development and goodness gracious do we definitely need that today (laughs) and um, they say that they're also uh, enhancing efficiency in other areas to stay agile and responsive to market dynamics so yeah, we were just talking about the the marketing conditions or the you know kind of like what's going on there. So yeah, once again, said everybody's being affected by it, but the biggest 
thing that we're seeing is even though these market conditions keep changing, you know, the companies are prepared to just adjust. So that's why all these changes keep happening. They got to figure out how to stay afloat through all this, especially with the economy the way that it's been. And so, you know, the main lesson I think that can be learned from that is that sometimes stuff happens and we just have to kind of adapt as best as we can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Adaptation, uh, hey, you know, it's just a, it's a necessary. Mm-hmm. It's a, a real necessary. You got to be flexible. You got to adapt. You got to roll with the flow. You know, you got to be able to change up at the, at the, at the snap of a finger. So, yeah. There you go. Yep. <laughs> True words. <laughs> All right. The YouTube music brand Mahogany is set to expand into distribution. So the way that they set this up, Believe is going to be managing the distribution for Mahogany Records. And they're also going to partner with Mahogany Songs, which is a distributor catering to DIY artists scheduled to launch in the coming months. So it's on the horizon. And Mahogany's managing director said that Believe's international reach their infrastructure and market-leading tech will allow them to level up their ambitions as they're trying to expand their offerings to unsigned and emerging artists on a global scale. So, I mean, like I said, you know, there's there's kind of like an underlying trend in, in most of these stories. Everybody's ramping up and they're trying to go global and uh, make sure that they're actually taking care of their artists as they do it, which is really important. Um, there's also been some buzz going around from Reuters and um, Music Business Worldwide that believe may actually be planning to reprivatize. So supposedly <laughs> there's been company discussions with potential investors. Uh, nothing's actually been confirmed. There's been some people that have been leaking the, that information to news sources. So yeah, we'll let you know about that part if and when it actually takes place, but just kind of a heads up. And especially since they're, you know, partnering, the fact that they're trying to reprivatize is kind of interesting to me because it makes me feel like they must have some other stuff on the pipeline that they want to be the sole controller of. So, you know, I'll definitely be keeping my ear to the ground to see what's going on with that. But it's kind of interesting, don't you think? Yeah, very, very interesting. (laughs) Um, Hey, you know, we have a million stories and situations to keep our eye on. But see... (laughs) It doesn't drop off. No. <laughs> that level of interest just remains the same with coming from so many different directions. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why it's like, you know, after uh, doing this for a while and listening for a while, you can kind of spot trends and see where things are going or where they may be heading. And um, yeah, just position yourself to take advantage of those changes as best as you can. Absolutely. All right, this next story is, um, man, <laughs> all right. A rapper was handed li- a life sentence, excuse me. The rapper received some life sentences actually for two British Columbia murders in a case featuring a musical confession. So 24-year-old rapper T-Sav received two life sentences after a judge determined that he claimed to shoot uh, Randeep Kang in a music video presented as evidence. So we've talked about the whole rap on trial thing and how there's been legislation that's been trying to be uh, brought forward to keep stuff like this from happening. But, you know, and this is actually in Canada. So, you know, I think maybe this type of legislation should be 
uh, maybe broader and not just looking at the U.S. So, yeah, but, you know, we said it before. I'll say it again. If you did do something that you might not want somebody to use as evidence, you should probably be a little bit more careful with what you're doing in your music videos and your lyrics because that judge watched the music video when the prosecutors presented it and she was like, oh yeah, he did it. And now he's got two life sentences for Mm. uh, what he portrayed in his music video. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if he actually did it or not, but either way, you know, just one, don't do things, (laughs) avoid killing people. That's terrible. But, you know, if you're doing like some other illegal stuff and all that, maybe don't talk about it on your songs. Mm. <laughs> I don't know about that one. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 an unfair thing for people who actually do use their music as storytelling because I mean, you know, you've been following the whole case with uh, Young Thug and all that. So, I mean, to be honest, rappers do have like this unfair advantage when it comes to stuff like that because of this negative light that's been shed on it with generations that don't actually understand it so yeah for now until uh, that type of legislation gets passed you might want to be a little bit careful with what you're doing you might want to be a little careful (laughs) yeah just maybe i mean you know i'm I'm not in telling grown folks what they need to do do what you want to do but that's just a suggestion Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah all right well, this last story I'm just sharing just because i feel like we've seen so many stories like this that were the opposite way uh, since the pandemic but south lounge was saved from closure after they raised funds in 22 hours so the south london grassroots music venue received approximately $45,500 within 22 hours of them launching a crowdfunder campaign. So the Sound Lounge was actually founded by a husband and wife team, uh, Kyron Marshall and Hannah White. And apparently they had reached this really crucial point. They were grappling with increasing bills, uh, increasing energy expenses and difficulties actually obtaining stock uh, that they needed to operate. So the community also says that beyond being a lively grassroots music hub, the venue actually served as a carbon neutral establishment with a plant-based cafe and restaurant. So, you know, people actually really appreciated what they were doing for the environment and for that local community, and they showed it. So they didn't just say, hey, we don't want you to close. But to think that they were able to raise 45,000 plus within 22 hours of launching it is phenomenal. So yeah, we keep sharing all these stories about all these places that have had to close. So, you know, I thought it'd be good to share a feel-good one where, you know, the the community actually kicked in and helped so that way they could stay open. Well, you know, all across the world, um, there are just various community um, places, locations, Mm-hmm. venues, uh, businesses that um, pour back into the community. They create a, an environment where people like to uh, um, sit, have food, have uh, talks about this, that, the other, just absorb the uh, environment. Yeah. And so, um, you know, it's, a, it's a, a plant-based cafe and restaurant. Okay, so uh, then, you know, the carbon neutral, it's, it's that, you know, it's, it's carbon neutral. 
So um, there's a just there's a segment of the population that likes that. That yeah. they feel comfortable there. And they just did not want to lose that spot. So uh and I mean the you know, the community. Right. And so um they they went into their pockets and they helped them out, you know. And then the power of of uh crowdfunder, I mean hey you know once it goes online there's no telling uh, from how far away the the contributions came right that's okay, true. so you know so i'm i'm happy that uh, that happened and um you know they hey there's a lot to to uh, operate in one of these establishments that's for sure so yeah you know with the bills and the energy expenses and stuff like that so i mean uh you know i'm happy it happened okay and so you know, let's hope that they keep a uh, a closer eye on on trends and predictions, mm -hmm. so that um, you know they that that doesn't happen again. And uh, um, so, yeah, it's a feel good story. Yeah, absolutely. And I like how you said like they were pouring into the community, and so people kind of wanted to to celebrate that. And I feel like that might be a good takeaway for the rest of us you know like if, if you're you're giving to people and hopefully it can i mean not saying that that's why you give but you know hopefully people who appreciate it you know can return the favor when needed so yes yeah definitely a feel-good story and <laughs> I'm really glad to report that after a few negative ones but yeah mm -hmm. there's been a lot of changes going on and uh you know, we do our best to make sure we keep you abreast of them so you know what's happening and uh, can plan for your career as well. Mm -hmm. All right, we're going to take a quick pause for the cause with more Beats by yours truly, and then we'll be right back with our special guest for today, Azar King. Mm hmm.
Hey family, this is Breezy Gibson, social media influencer. If you're an aspiring artist, or if you're a seasoned professional music artist, and you have a music video that you want to share with a global television audience, your search is over. Whether it's jazz, rock, hip-hop, Latino, gospel, pop music, country, house, techno, reggae, Hispanic, and other genres, this is the right spot. Whether you're located in the United States, Europe, Africa, South America, India, Mexico, Asia, Australia, Italy, or other countries, we got you covered. Contact me at GetSparksNow at gmail.com. That's G-E-T-S-P-A-R-K-X-N-O-W at gmail.com. Or leave me a message at 678-632-2620. Let's get it together. Hey, this is a chick with beats. I am a multi-genre music producer and strategist to indie artists and labels. Visit my website, achickwithbeats.com, for resources for artists and instrumentals available in various genres for songs, vlogs, blogs, podcasts, themes, TV, film, commercials, and more. Once again, that's achickwithbeats.com, A-C-H-I-C-K. W-I-T-B-E-A-T-Z. Let's make something happen. Thank you so much for joining us for Music Marvels with the Chickwood Beats and Breezy Gibson. Today, we are excited, thrilled, and delighted to announce that we have the one and only Mr. Tornado's Azar King in the virtual building with us once again. How are you doing? Bless, not stress, and always on the Memphis. <laughs> How about yourself? Love it. Doing well. Doing well. Excited to have you again. And so, you know, if you can just give a little bit of background for people that might have missed it the first time around, but, you know, let them know like who Azar King is, what you do, and why you do what you do. <laughs> um, Azar King is a creative. Or some like to call me a poet, but I like to say creative because I'm not going to section myself just the one thing. Um, and influence who is striving to influence people through my past experiences still let them know that you know no matter how hard a storm get don't never give up um and i'm just somebody who loves my craft um, i love what i do so this is what i continue to do poetry music art and influence yeah yeah that's a beautiful beautiful thing what inspired you i, I should say uh, kind of sparked your love for poetry and music and art? Um, domestic violence. Because mm. mm. that um, like I told you before, you know, mm. I grew up in a domestic violence home, so seeing my mama get beat on by my dad, me get beat on by my dad, um, and I was the only child until I was almost 18 years old. So you talking about you have to find multiple ways to entertain yourself. Cause most of my cousins were way older than me, so they not trying to hang out with me. Mm. And poetry was that one thing. I don't even think I seen it as poetry. It was just I knew how to write and rhyme. And then over a period of time, I developed that fact that you know what, this is more than just music for me. That it's actually poetry. Wow, that's such a beautiful thing. Um, and so you know, with that being said, a lot of times people. Um, don't really know how to take their trauma and what to do with it. So for you to be able to take what you dealt, dealt with and uh, also use it as a way to entertain yourself, it's um, really remarkable. 
And I just want to know if you have like any encouragement for somebody that might be going through something but hasn't really thought about um, trying to find a creative outlet in the way that you did. Um, number one, you ain't alone. That's that's the first thing I need to know. Cause I, I think that we go through life so much, um, dealing with whatever we're dealing with, and because we haven't encountered other individuals who may have experienced the same thing, is oh man, I'm going through this by myself. You, I mean, yeah, you're technically somewhat going through it by yourself. You don't got no support, but there's somebody else that's probably going through the same thing, and so. All that I can say is, um, man, get you. A, I start off with like I did. Get you, get you a piece of paper and write down all those things that's that's bothering you, and then take it outside and burn it and leave that. Let it, let it go. Because once you get rid of it from out of your mental, mm-hmm. then you can open your doors up to find out whatever it is that you love. As long as, like Erica Badu say, that bag lady, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of us. That are not just it's not just bag ladies. You got a lot of bag men out here too that's carrying burdens mm-hmm. and traumas. And sometimes a bulk of those burdens and traumas we carry ain't even ours. Mm. Oh, that's so we carry around other people wait. Some of us still waiting around for somebody to forgive us that ain't living no more. Person mm-hmm. dead and gone, and you still waiting for them to forgive. Mm. It's just time to it's time for you to get Really, that stuff, forgive yourself and realize that some of these burdens that you picked up wasn't yours, but because you're a lover, you're an empath, you're somebody who wants to see everybody winning, you're not no hater. When things does happen, you do have the tendency of taking on these burdens because that's not how you wanted it to happen. Mm-hmm. So you got to release that weight. Once you release that, creativity going to come. Until then, it's like a, a room with a bunch of junk. You got to get in there and clean it out. Mm. Man, that's impactful, ain't it, Breezy? A room with a bunch of junk. Yeah, I hear you. I received that. Uh, yeah, that's that's profound right there. Strong. Yeah. So if you can, uh, tell us a little bit about, um, you know, some of the stuff that you're working on now or things that you might have coming up in the future. Um coming up this Sunday here in Greenville, South Carolina, the Grand Slam, uh, which is the qualifier for Team Slam um, to go on to the largest poetry tournament in the world, Southern Fried, which will be in Pompeo, Florida this year. In June last year, it was in Knoxville, Florida. Um, I was on a team last year out of 28 teams in the nation. Greenville, South Carolina ranked 10th in the nation. Um, so hopefully this year we could be number one in the nation um, as a team. So that would be so the grand slam for the qualifiers this Sunday, starting at 7:30 p.m. in Greenville, South Carolina, at Coffee Underground. Um, and then January 26th, this is like full circle for me and my bro, man. Like it's so amazing. Um, he did 15 years, I did 15 years. Both of us got the same agenda, just two different approaches. He's more um, groundwork as far as like he got the politics, he got the governors. Um, I'm more the faith that you need in the community because the young people can relate to my face because I look more, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But we still got the same agenda to uh, stop the, the bodies going in the prison, not just adults, but kids um, cutting that pipeline off 
So this event is an annual gala, Freedom Missionary Animal Annual Gala. Um, we got Tone X that's going to be hosting. Um, I can't remember the guy's name, but he's a big time TikToker who's a trucker that also did time. He's also giving people jobs. He'll be in the building. We got so man, it's, it's just crazy. So it's just like full circle for us to um, be a projection to show the world. TV has lied to you about a lot of these guys that have come on. Um, so I got that. January 26th and then February 10th I'll be in Fayetteville, North Carolina for the 100 black men in black um, which is just to demonstrate man the power of coming together mm -hmm. the power of communion they got us thinking that communion coming that little cup that little red juice that's not communion communion is when your community can get together in union but no confusion, man. That's 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 when we drinking off each other fruits of labor and energy, and we doing it peacefully. That's that's the bread I want to eat from. That's the communion that I want to take. So, yeah, a hundred black men in black, February tenth in Fayetteville, North Carolina. If you go to my profile grid on Instagram at Azar King Three, you can see all those dates and things like that. Oh, uh, yeah, that's what I got going on this point. Hmm. I mean, that's a lot of work going on, ain't it, Breeze? Yeah, yeah. But for a good cause, though. Yeah. Worthy cause. See, that's 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 what it is. You know, what the cause that it's behind. So, um, hey, it sounds like you're staying on the grind, man. Hey, I'm staying on the grind, grind and hustle at the same time. You feel me? <laughs> like, I, I I feel like last year, um, was groundwork. Not saying I haven't been putting in groundwork, but last year was like, all right, pound this thing, get in these cities, get people who are not familiar and acclimated with you, even more familiar and acclimated. So when the following year come around, you start trying to lay that concrete and get your own space, mm -hmm. they're gonna know who you are. You know, it's like you have people who will say, hey, Man, when you coming out with the book or when you coming out with the album, man, you need to hear up and drop that. If 50 Cent taught me anything, right? You move at your own pace mm -hmm. and everything will happen at the right time. And sometimes the longer you take in making your releases, the stronger the energy come. So when you do release, it's the less promotion you got to do for yourself because the people so acclimated with you, they gonna promote you for you. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, that's um, <laughs> that's really, really important. I don't think a lot of people actually realize how important that is, and they kind of neglect the whole relationship building, and then get frustrated when they don't get the results they want. It's like because you can't right. just you know not talk to somebody and then just drop links all of a sudden like that's right <laughs> that's weird people don't like that so yeah that's oh you know don't think you can make two or three posts yeah. on your page and, and all of a sudden you're just gonna have this brand <laughs> here it is you know I've been doing this on on social media going into my six years six years straight right mm -hmm. and I'm just now getting to almost ten thousand followers mm -hmm. so that should let you know. People, y'all see all these jokers that got these four, three, fifty thousand, and you're like, oh my gosh, they. Some of the people pay for that follow. Oh yeah. Some of the people ain't really putting no work in. Yeah. So that's why they, when you putting in real, authentic work, and you not trying to cut no corners, 
Oh yeah, it might take you five, 10, 20 years. Two chains ain't get get blew up until he was forty. Yeah, yeah. Cause it, yeah, he had a lot of work. Yeah, behind the scenes and a, stuff like underground for right. Him. Yeah. Right. So you're talking about he was forty years old and he went through multiple labels. He was on one of the largest records. Disturbing the peace, ludicrous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> here's the funny thing that we think or something we will attach ourselves to certain businesses and brands because it's it's booming right mm-hmm. and thinking because we attach ourselves to that we're gonna have the same results no <laughs> yeah that's that's not how that works yeah you know what i'm not even gonna use- i made the same mistake what? when i first got in the game <laughs> you know, yeah, so you know what I, mean? like, I think we yeah. all have I think we all have to a certain extent um say you know what okay here's the problem with Cat Williams right now everybody would do it <laughs> they they right trying to ride that wave because they know he's the most talking about thing right now right right and they think that they attach themselves that oh Cat Williams broke the net oh uh, he's got 30 million views on three days so I mean even down to the record he said you know what if I post a video with Cat Williams, and I don't even really agree with what he's saying, but yo, he got the heat right now. So <laughs> if I if I approach myself to it, I'm gonna break the internet too. No, yeah. you're not. <laughs> yeah, you're not. That's his. That's his thing. That's his wave. That's his power. That's his energy. Yes, I use his video. Like you know, I do with it, but it's because I've been doing that before he even right got to that point. Right. Of saying what he's saying now, yeah. you know what I mean. You gotta be, you gotta be your own person. You gotta be your own authentic person because if you don't, when you do blow, you may never hear it. But I'm telling you, there's gonna be people saying, "Oh, the only reason he or she got there is because they uh mm-hmm. they did such, such, such. Yeah, same thing about LeBron. Right. Oh, LeBron, eh? you know, he had to leave Cleveland to get championships. <laughs> Not yeah. LeBron had to leave Cleveland to make Cleveland take him serious to actually start getting people around him and pay him the money that he deserved. Right. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, you raised <laughs> some, some valid points that, you know, I mean, they hit a lot of the things that we kind of discuss on the show almost weekly, but your perspective of and your experience is a, a really fresh take on it. And I, I like how you express that. Um, you know, that authenticity is something that kind of feels like it, it's missing from, you know, mainstream entertainment right now. <laughs> I was know, trying I to be done. <laughs> I had the pleasure of meeting Karis one last year. Ooh. Um, and it, and it was a blessing because it was like a you know a private a private invite me a special invitation mm. you know what I'm saying yeah. um, and so one of the things that he said I don't know if y'all seen the videos on my page from that moment but he says you gotta know how to be able to separate the real from the fake mm. mm-hmm. he said y'all looking at me and thinking that I'm successful you think what I'm doing right now is successful he said no I'm not no, I'm not. He said, because when you're always striving for something, 
you will never reach success in the level that you think success is because you're always striving for something. You're going to have successful moments. Right. But until you finally say, I'm done, then you're not successful yet. Successful is a level of completion. Mm. You just you just having forms of success. Mm. I, I I had success over here. I did that. But successful means when I finally say I'm about to fall back and just watch these checks roll in. <laughs> My business is is moving the way that it's supposed to move. My daughter is taken care of, and she's off of school or whatever, doing her own thing. Right now, I'm at levels. I say the only thing successful in my life is that um, I haven't been back and I completed probation. I'm done. It's like, that's successful to me. I completed that. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations. Yep. You feel me? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so that's successful. It is. Um, okay. So you've already like dropped so many gems and quotables. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> what's the thing that you think... Um, well, I guess maybe not necessarily advice, but for people who kind of tend to rest on their laurels and they're not really looking for the next thing, but they still haven't reached that point that you're talking about where everything just rolling in, they can let it run on autopilot. But it's just because, you know, maybe you had this big success <laughs> 10 years ago and you just cool with it. Like what advice do you have for them to be able to find that drive to kind of reach for that next thing? I'm going to give you the same advice my gave me. Don't quit your dang on job until you know you you, you there. <laughs> until you know you there. There's a lot of us running out here. You know, we have, a, like you said, that one month run of success. Like, oh, I made it. Man, forget this job. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, no. I got me a full-time job because I understand right now I ain't made. I got to work. And then outside of that, consistency is key. Mm. Consistency. You gotta, you got to be consistent. And I ain't talking about just consistent and putting stuff out. I mean, a way around the consistency, where when you putting energy out, the same balance that you have in yourself, that you putting out with that energy. When a person views what you got going on, they they feel better. Like, oh, you know what? Yeah, he was talking on, she was talking on some something heavy, mm. but then they came right back and made me laugh. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So you got to have that because the, the the way to teach people is being able to have balance. If you're always busting them in the head with the, the strong points, they're going to be like, Man, I can't even go around, buddy, because every time <laughs> I come around, he, he don't know nothing about fun. Yep. You know what I mean? So you just got to have balance. You got to be consistent. Drink your water. <laughs> water is important. Mm-hmm. Go outside, take your hat off your head, let the sun touch your crown, take your shoes off, get your feet in the ground, um, rest, and build a legacy, right? Sometimes, I just posted this last night when I got home, I said, sometimes we make rest more of a thought than an action. Mm. And you need an equal amount of rest to have a great amount of success. Mm. See, another quote so right there. <laughs> rest, yeah. man. I mean, just be restful, man. Yeah. And, and, and then that part that part you mentioned about uh, take your shoes off, let your feet touch the ground. You know, as more and more as the days go by, um, I'm getting into that vibe right there. 
because mm-hmm. you know when we all keep you know boots on shoes on whatever mm-hmm. um our feet don't actually touch the soil now of course in the winter time that's different you know but i'm saying in the springtime summer fall whatever there's a certain right. there's a certain energy yeah that's absorbed you know when you actually walk on the land yeah i'm not talking about you know the concrete and everything the grass I'm between your toes right yeah. right <laughs> i mean that's yeah. where I, I you know i just posted a video about there about um how the main reason shoes was created was to detach us from our groundness because if we look back in history a lot of us was not walking around with no shoes on mm-hmm. so that's why when, when when slavery and things like that came around or when they had to walk barefooted to school um because we couldn't get on the bus right mm-hmm. but for most of us it wasn't nothing because we heard we walking barefooted most of our lives we was mm-hmm. already grounded mm-hmm. yeah. Isn't that something? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But they took that from us. So that's why you have so many people around here just running in chaos now because they don't have no sense of direction. The earth directs us. Mm-hmm. If we just shut up and listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of us have turned our ears off to the frequencies. You know, yeah. some of us don't even know what it what it means to go outside and play no more. Mm-hmm. Even as an adult, not just kids. So adults gotta go outside and play too. Yeah. But see, they taught us that playing is going and, and chasing material. Playing is going out and chasing a man or a woman, not in trying to build somebody lusting. Mm-hmm. So when they got you chasing all these illusions, then how can you complete any agenda? Mm. Ooh. <laughs> that was some serious knowledge and food for thought. Um man, I'm sad this twenty minutes went by so fast, but <laughs> Before we get ready to close out, I'm going to throw it back to Breezy in case he has any other questions or comments. But if you could, please just let everyone know uh, where they can follow you, uh, keep up with what you're doing, and, um, you know, just make sure that they know uh, where they can catch you. Well, I'm going to do this one for, for Breezy. I just add, I'm just adding this one to my name. I'm the Black Victor of Poetry. You know what I'm saying? So if y'all know anything about soul problem, I'm the black victim. That means no matter what you do, anybody, I'm going to keep on striving. And when you think I ain't coming, that's when I'm going to ring your doorbell. Ding dong! <laughs> just like they did with Victor, you going to be like, Azar, what are you doing here? Yeah, that, that me. Other than that, you can follow me at AzarKing3 on instagram that's a z a r k i n g don't forget the number three because that's the understanding of me um you can follow me at azar king on facebook king azar 315 on TikTok, and that's how you keep up with all the dates of what i got going on um other than that man i'm just living life i'm being a father i'm striving to teach my daughter the importance of never giving up uh, i'm striving to teach those that are are viewing me what never giving up looks like um because i will always say this the judge told me that i would not see 21. Mm. i will be 39 this year mm. so people could say whatever they want to say ultimately it's your decision if you listen mm. phenomenal very breezy got anything you appreciate y'all man that one and only azar king and uh, again, as you said, look, look him up. 
Instagram, Azar King with the number three right behind it, Azar King three. And hey, we really appreciate you joining us today and sharing your vibe uh, coming as you travel throughout the country, spreading the word. And, uh, you know, you got some good words. So thank you, man. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Yeah, we got to make sure that we get you back again soon and not so long in between like the last time. But yeah, we'd love to have you back again. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. That does it for this week's edition of Music Marvels with the Chickle Beats and Breezy Gibson. Once again, we thank you for joining us. We thank our home stations, Grander Radio out of Grand Rapids, Michigan, and Sparks Radio out of Atlanta, Georgia. And I'm already looking forward to next week. How about you? Oh, man, already, already. I mean, it's it's a never-ending thing. So, yeah, I'm ready. (laughs) All right. So, till next time, you know where to find us. Tune in, tell a friend, and we'll see you then. Peace. Peace.